10th chapter and the first verse of Luke. And after these things the Lord appointed other seventy also and sent them two and two before his face unto every city and place wherein he himself would come. So the Lord sent these 70 out two by two and sent them into the places where he was going to come later. And they was to prepare the ground. And I thought about John. It was the forerunner of Christ was sent out to the, prepare the ground, amen, for Jesus. And he sent out 70 more, he said there. And therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that they would send forth labors unto his harvest. And surely today, honey, uh, the seed's been sowed and the harvest is ripe, ready to harvest, and the labors are few. And I know some of you have been farmers, and when tomatoes come ripe, if you don't get it then, it ain't going to happen. You can wait till tomorrow. And I talked to a boy, and it blessed my heart. I, I was visiting this week, and I found out uh, one of ours had been there, and was, they was talking to me about it. But I talked to him a while ago, and he said, I was sent. So there's difference in just going, glory to God, and being sent. Amen. God will send some people uh, there to take care of you. And he said, in the third verse, said, Go your way, behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. And uh, if anybody's got any uh, good old common farm sense at all, we know, honey, the wolf is after the lamb. It don't make no difference uh, uh, how pretty the lamb is or, or how, how skinny it is or how fat it is. The wolf is out to kill the lamb. And the wolf is the devil and the lambs are, are the people of God. The people of God. And, and the old wolf is out there to get us. And he said, and, and to whosoever house ye enter first say, Peace be unto this house. That's fifth verse. He said, uh, go into the house. And, and he said, uh, say, peace be unto this house. And, and listen to what the word of God said. And the son of peace be there. Your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. If the, uh, the son of peace is not there. Over in Isaiah, it says, there is the, the uh, trace. And my God. It is not, I don't have no wicked. He said, the Lord is, is not going to have any peace with the wicked. There's no peace with the wicked is what God is saying over in Isaiah. And you can jump over there and, and look at it. And he said, but my peace shall rest upon it. And if not, it shall return unto you. So we should be, uh, uh, we should be uh, spiritual creatures that have a discerning of spirit. Uh, when we go into a house and they're not receiving it, and they're not receiving the Son of God, the Spirit of God. Amen. And we realize that it's a wicked house. We don't need to keep hanging around there. I believe what's happened to us Christians today, uh, uh, we've hung around the wicked house too long uh, until drugs and alcohol and sex and the things of the world has jerked us right back into the world. Glory to God. I'm going to tell you something. If the peace of God ain't there, when you go knock on the door and say, uh, uh, can I come in? If the peace of God ain't there, we need to be close enough to God to know if we're not in the right place. We need to know, uh, amen, if they're not going to receive the word of God, I need to pack my bag and my Bible, amen, and get out of town. That's what the word of God said. Uh, uh, today we've hung around too many places uh, uh, saying that we're going to win somebody to the Lord uh, and the peace of God ain't on that place. Uh, uh, we can say we go here and we pray, we do this and we pray, uh, uh, we go to 
so many places, amen, and say we pray and we're in God's will. We have justified ourselves. The Bible tells us when he sent the 70 out, he said, glory to God, if the peace of God ain't there, amen, he said for us to leave. If the peace of God returns to you when you send it into a house, honey, there's something required of a Christian today. It ain't to call trouble and to break down and to get their way. It's to serve God. Uh, no matter if you have to crawl, uh, uh, no matter if you get your jaw slapped, uh, uh, your feelings don't matter today, honey. Uh, uh, the Bible said pick up our cross daily uh, and follow the Lord. Uh, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ went to the cross, uh, honey, and died on the cross that so you and I could be set uh, free and we was using God's name in vain. Uh, uh, we was drinking alcohol. We was fighting, running around, uh, committing adultery, uh, and we hurt his feelings. Uh, uh, but he said, I'm going to go one more time. I went. Glory to God, Bob. I'm glad, Wayne, that he come one more time and knocked on my door and found the peace of God there. That I was beginning to need something from God. I couldn't go on in my own way. Praise his holy name. I'm going to tell you today, man thinks he's got it figured out. Man thinks he's got it all fixed up and he can go and do the way he wants to. Maybe he can get right to the last day. That ain't how it's going to be, honey. Satan's a liar, glory to God. He's out to deceive, kill, steal, and to destroy. And he said in the seventh verse, and in the same house remaineth eating and drinking with such as, as they give, for the labor is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. And he said, eat whatever they get you. Hey, there's a group out there today that tells you you can't eat this on Friday and you can't go there until Saturday, amen. Can't go to the house of God until Saturday. That's the Sabbath day. Who, who knows, honey? I can come to the house of God anytime I'm able and bow down and get in touch with God. That's what God said for me to do. Amen. And he said, and, and, and to whosoever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as they, as they set before you and heal the sick that are therein and say unto them, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. I'm going to tell you something. We need to go with the spirit that people will know the kingdom of God has come near to us. There's so many differences in our land today and so many uh, different doctrines that won't measure up. Uh, there's so many books that's called Bibles today, honey, that God ain't had his hand on. Uh, the peace of God ain't on no such mess as takes away the blood, that takes away the cross, takes away uh, the work of Almighty God. The, the peace of God ain't on us. But he said, I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable in that day for some. I missed a verse, didn't I? Let me go back. I'm going to get it off. But into whatsoever city ye enter, the, and ye receive you not, go your way, and into the streets of the same, and say, in the 11th verse, even the very dust of your, of your city, which cleaveth on us, we do wipe off against you, notwithstanding, be ye sure of this, that the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. My friend, he said for us to shake off in another place or wipe off the dust of the feet of that city that won't receive us, amen, that as a testimony against the Lord and leave it for them that they'll know the grace of God has been there. I want us to know this morning that the grace of God, the kingdom of God is near to us today. The saving grace of God is near to us today. The reviving grace of God is near to us today. God wants to pick us up. God wants 
wants us to be soldiers. God wants us to be a light to a lost and dying world. God wants us to be a testimony for the dying on the cross. For Jesus Christ is soon coming back. Honey, we need to light up this old dark world that we live in and get excited about what God has done for us. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. And He said, in the twelfth verse, but I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable in that day for Solomon than, than for that city. Thirteenth verse. Thirteenth verse said, Woe unto Corazon, woe unto Bethesda, for if the mighty works had been done in Tyre and Sodom, which have been done in you, they had a great while ago repented setting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sodom at the judgment than for you. And he goes on in 15 and he says, Thou Capernaum, which are exalted to heaven, shall be thrust down to hell. And I, I looked up these cities here in, in Capernaum. We know that they are cities of Galilee. And you know, and he was uh, he was born in, in Bethlehem, but his hometown was Nazareth, the city of Galilee. And and these cities, Beth, Bethesda and and Chorazin and Capernaum, are cities. Uh, glory to God of the of the Gentiles, Amen. And, and we he's come to us, us Gentiles right here. We wasn't Jews; we we're Gentiles grafted in to the mercy of God. And he said it's going to be more tolerable. For them than these cities that they went to and they brought the word of God and they walked away from it. Can I tell you there's not a radio station around that now and then don't say something about God. There's not a TV. Or every, I know there's a bunch of junk on there. But there's enough on there till somebody knows, especially on Sunday. Uh, even the old rock and roll stations on Sunday will say something about God. There's enough to know that we need to live right instead of walk the path of unrighteousness uh, that we're walking in today. Uh, uh, we need to know that we need to put God first. Uh, uh, he's God. He's King of kings and Lord of lords. God uh, that's able to take care of us. The only one that can bring peace to our nation and to our churches and to our homes. Our homes need the peace of God in it. Can I tell you something? Satan has wrecked our homes. Satan has tore down our homes. Satan has separated husband and wife. Satan has put little children here. Little children yonder, it breaks my heart. I, I looked into the eyes of one last night at my house, uh, and I break down and cry, neighbor. Uh, he's with mama today, daddy the next day, grandpa the next day. Glory to God, they ain't got nothing to hold on to. Can I tell you, sin has come into our churches. Sin has come into our houses, uh, and it's raging, honey, and little children are being raised up not knowing. I tried to get just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus uh, into his mind. I tried to get it into his mind that we need to pray over our food. How can you do that at 17, 18 months old? Honey, we need Jesus in our hearts. Uh, we need Jesus in our children. Uh, bring them to church. Let them cry a little bit. Bust their butt a little bit. Uh, uh, but let them get a little bit of Jesus. Amen. They'll need it when they start the school. We need Jesus. We need Jesus. Oh, I remember, I remember the meanest day of my life. The old man of God, Ivan Payne. Bob, but you remember Ivan Payne. I remember Ivan Payne standing before us and teaching. Amen. His countenance, I've seen it two or three different times in my life. I've seen his face turn just as white as snow. 
when he'd get to telling about the experience he had with God up in the old pine field, amen. That didn't come, glory to God, because he didn't read and didn't pray. It become, it come because he was seeking God. I've seen his countenance change and his eyes blur, and he's almost a, as a holy somebody, glory to God. You know, I, uh, uh, Paul said there, I knew a man. I don't know whether he is uh, in heaven or in earth or alive or dead. I don't know, but I've seen a man. Amen. And I believe he's talking about John. I believe God will show you some things. I believe God will wake you up to some things. And he said, he that heareth and heareth you, heareth me. Listen to what he said. He said, he that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despised you, despised me. And he that despised me, despised him that sent me. And I'm going to tell you, if they don't hear us, they don't like Jesus. If they don't hear Jesus, glory to God, they despise that and they sent him. Amen. So that's how it is today. And I thought when the boy told me, uh, the man told me, he said, I was sent. He said, I didn't want to go, but I was sent to this place. Actually, they were asking me really who it was as far as name. They said, he said, he's from Mount Vernon Church. But glory to God, when we're sent, we, mark, we put a mark in somebody's life. When we're sent, I, I, believe, I believe you all are sent to help me this morning. I praise God for it. Amen. Hey, man, if I... I a nation's ever needed revival is today. Don Anderson can't bring it, honey. We got to pray down revival on our brother. Got to pray down revival. He said, He that heareth you, heareth me, and he that despised you, despised me, and he that despised me, despised him that sent me. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. They returned with joy. These 70 were all excited. And I thought about, and I don't know this, but it looks like maybe these 70, it was the first mission they'd ever been sent on. The first, first time they'd ever been sent out. You know, they, they, knew, they, they knew Christ there, and they, they were walking with Christ, but they were walking right before Christ. So they had been raised under the law, and they had believed Christ, and Christ chose out 70. And they didn't have, they didn't have the Holy Ghost we got on us today because Christ hadn't been crucified. But they had the work and the love of God. So they, they went out and Christ instructed them. He said, if they won't have you, shake off the dust and leave. If they do, let the peace of God come in. And he said, don't take no shoes, no shirts, no nothing with you. Amen. He said, they'll feed you. Eat whatever they put on the table. Amen. I went to a house and I hated black, black-eyed peas at, at Christmas. I'm playing brick and at Proctor and we had to do it when it was closed. And it was Christmas holiday. No boy said, do you want to go home? With me, he said, Mom and Daddy said they want you to come eat with us. And, we, and they're going to have, uh, it's, it's uh, New Year's, that's what it was. He said, New Year's dinner. I said, yeah, I'll go with you. Grandma fixed my plate, glory to God, and there's black-eyed peas everywhere. <laughs> One half of my plate was black-eyed peas. Amen. I'd read the Word of God. I know what I need to do. I eat them, and I still eat them. <laughs> Amen. I still eat them. So there's some things we got to eat we don't like to stay in God's will. Hello? We Baptists have got right back so that we don't have to have it. I've got to have the Word of God. Somebody just told me Junior Dawson passed away, and he used to be y'all's pastor. I loved old Junior. I laid the brick on the church many years ago. Visited with old Junior. Amen. Prayed with him. I had a boy that was lost working with us. He's dead now. I thought Junior was dead. I said, Junior, I want you to agree with me. He said, as we lay these bricks, 
We went in the church and prayed. I said, we lay these bricks. Right, let's pray the conviction down on this old boy. So he grabs a brick and lays it on that wall that God will convict his heart. You know, it wasn't long till that old boy got in that church. Oh, I praise God for it. Don't tell me you can't team up on people. Get in one mind and one accord. God sent them out by twos, honey. Can you imagine they went in every direction? We need to go out by twos and let somebody know about Jesus. I used to would hardly ever go by myself, but it's come a time you can't hardly find nobody can go at the time that you can go. Ain't we got too busy? Hello? If anybody asks you, I'm going to preach in just a minute. I'm reading now. 17th verse, I'm going to read it again. And the servant returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Not part of the power of the enemy. Listen to me, church. If we'll serve God, we got power. If I'll serve God, I got power. I need to move for God. All the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Let me read what it says right here in Isaiah 14. Isaiah, I've got it marked. Isaiah 14. And he said, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. There it said, I will. Will you do? Will you? If it be the Lord's will, I'll finish this message. And if it ain't, I won't. Satan jumped up. Old Satan, Lucifer, jumped up and said, I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will set upon every mount of the congregation in the sight of the north, and I will ascend above the height of the cloud. I will be like the Most High. Yea, thou, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. That's what Satan said, I'm going to do. And, and, and plainly it said in the Word of God that he fell right here in Luke. And it said, And to them I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. He said, Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents, on scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And the 20th verse is where God laid on my heart. Notwithstanding in the this, rejoice that the Spirit are not subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. We don't need to rejoice. I'm going to tell you what happens. Too many times these 70 went out and they seen the devil run from them and they seen some miracles happen and they seen maybe somebody healed. The Bible don't say. But God fed them and God took them into other houses and fed them in places they didn't even know and they saw the working of God and they got exalted. I believe some of them got exalted and they come back and they wasn't recognizing, glory to God, that our name was written in, the, in heaven. So it, the Bible said there that their name was written in heaven. Amen. He said, this is what you need to be thankful of. This is before Jesus died. He said, you need to be thankful. You need to remember. You need to rejoice that your name is written. 
in heaven. That your name is written in heaven. My name is written in heaven. In 1968, the first day of April, hanging around a commode, the Lord wrote my name down in the kingdom of heaven, glory to God, for me to serve him. Amen. He put a white robe on me right there. He put some clothes on me, an invisible white robe, glory to God. Said, you and my son, go and tell the people, amen, what I've done for you. Testify the goodness of God. Glory to God, I'll take care of you. I'll feed you. I'll give you strength. I'll give you health. Whatever you need, I am, glory to God, the great God Almighty. I will take care of you. And he's done exactly 54 years what he said he'd do. He's been there. He's took care of me, amen. So I don't need to rejoice over uh, those that I've seen saved and those that I've seen healed and the things that I've seen and what God has done at Mount Vernon Church day after day and time after time. I need to rejoice because my name is written in heaven. Uh, Too many of us want a church built after our name. Uh, We want a mission built on our name. Uh, Honey, we need to build up the name of Jesus Christ uh, and let the church house rejoice, glory to God, uh, because our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Our name's written in heaven uh, and the devil in hell can't wipe it out. I, I'm glad today, honey, oh, that God wrote it down. God wrote it down. Amen. He gave me something to live for. Mm. Genesis 3 and 1 says Satan was more substantial than all the beasts of the field. I won't quote this exactly. You go read it. But he went to Eve. He's a deceiver. He said, you won't die. Spiritually, they died. They had everything. I'm going to tell you, when you was first born again, saved by the marvelous grace of God, you as clean as you could ever be. But Satan come around and he said, you can have a little bit of this and you won't die. You can have a little bit of this. and you don't. How do I know he's talked to me? And I thought, well, I I ain't dead. You know what? You ain't dead yet. But can I tell you we need to get rid of what's in us? Amen. Amen. Wonder why every trouble and everything's against us? If y'all got any more troubles than I have, I'd like for you to bring them up. Amen. I wonder. I ain't ain't as close to God as I need to be. I ain't walking where I need to be. I need to fire God about me. But he just told me right there in the Word of God, he said that nothing could hinder me, nothing could bother me, nothing could stop me. How many hours on the run, afraid of this, afraid of that? I remember my dear sister, she's dead now, scared to death of cancer. Amen. She died of old age in Alzheimer's. Cancer ain't got her yet. We're running from something we don't even know what it is. Satan's out to discourage us, to break us down, take our smile. If he can stop one of you from having revival and rejoicing, we need to rejoice because our name's in heaven. The Lord give us authority to rejoice and enjoy the Word of God. Enjoy church. Amen. You know, when, uh, when I was a boy, and I didn't get to go a lot, but when I was a boy and they went to church, amen, they rejoiced. They was glad to be in church. There wasn't nothing waiting on them down the road. Nothing waiting on them. In Jamaica, I saw one car and one van sitting at church in a full week's revival. That's all I ever seen. 
And that was the preacher in the van that hauled us to the church. You know what they done? They come to the altar and they prayed. It didn't matter what time it was. It didn't matter what time they left. I thought this is the most slothful people I've ever seen. And then I got to thinking, bless God, I'm too fast. <laughs> I need to let them pray. I don't need to worry about it. We worry if we stay too long, don't we, church? We got, we got our appointments set up too close together. God ain't got room to work no more. So many places got everything wrote down. Amen. Amen. I'm going to rejoice because my name's written in heaven. God's given me 54 years to rejoice, and I've let the devil cheat me out of a lot of it. Amen. I need to rejoice. Let me, let me go over here in 2 Corinthians. Second Corinthians. I'll never forget the first time that I remember I, I was a young Christian in God, Second Corinthians eleven. And and God revealed this to me right out of the word of God. And I stand up in a church in our community, I stand up in a church testifying that Satan transformed himself into an angel of light. And one of them ladies Stood up. She said, I ain't never read that. I won't ever forget it. I could take you to the house she lives in. She said, I ain't never read that. She's been in church ever since I can remember anything. I ain't never read that. <laughs> that didn't mean it wasn't in there. And I got rebuked for being right one time. <laughs> I get rebuked a whole lot for being wrong, but that was for... Being right one time. But let's read what the Word of God says. 2 Corinthians 11th chapter. Start about 12. But what I do that I will do that I may cut off occasion. Paul said, I'll cut off occasion. He cut off trouble from them which desire occasion that wherein they glory they may be found even as we, for such are false apostles. Listen to us. We don't believe there's false apostles out there today. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves unto the apostles of Christ. Our churches are sitting full of educated false apostles today. Bill, are you the judge? No, I'm not the judge. The Word of God said if we change the Word of God, we, our part will be taken out of the book of life. Amen. Our name will be rubbed out if we add two. And maybe they're standing everywhere teaching out of something else. If you've got to have a, a new standard Bible to get anything out of the Word, you need to get saved, honey. You need to get saved. I'm dumber than a can of worms. If you pull me out, I'll just go everywhere. But neighbor, I know what the Word of God said. If I pick up my cross daily and follow Him, walk for Him, He said, I'll take care of you. I'll, I'll be there for you. And He said, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves unto the apostles of Christ. What's so sad today, we're so naive that we think everybody is right. When I saved, I thought every preacher was right. After I saved a little while, I found out there's deceitful preachers. 
There's deceitful workers. I'm telling the truth, ain't it, Bob? There's deceitful preachers that'll slip into your church that'll lead you in the wrong direction. Honey, it's so important to know we've got the man of God, the man that God has sent. And he said, No marvel, for Satan himself transformed himself into an angel of light. Can I tell you something? As God had spoke to Eve and said, Don't eat of that tree. Then the serpent come by as an angel of light and added to and fixed it up and deceived her. And we're sitting here today don't think we can be deceived. We're going to cry. We're going to cry when one of ours dies. I thought about my, my, my buddy. I worked with him for several years. I actually gave him a road test. Get his CDL license, drive a fuel truck. And his boy's laying dead. Don't you know he's going back through? Terry, you know. Don't you know he's going back through his life? What else could I have done? I'm going to tell you something, honey. We need to be doing. Yeah. I'm not talking about Baptist doing. I'm talking about Bible doing. But we don't need no programs. We need the Word of God. The Word of God will change us and it'll fix us. And then when death comes, we can have a clear conscience. We can know things are right when we've done all we can do. And he said, no marvel that these come in as angel of light. No marvel that they're uh, deceitful prophets, amen, that, they, that they're, they're apostles of, of deceitful workers, false apostles transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ, the messengers of Christ. They're deceitful messengers of Christ. And neighbor, today we don't have enough power of God to know the difference. Hello? I'm telling us the truth. The devil is, is a schemer. He, the Bible said he is shrewd. He knows how to work around and get his way. He'll fix everything to fall into place. He'll take a little scripture here and a little scripture there. He won't go with the whole book, and he'll deceive you, take you down a road, amen, and tell you and you out there laying drunk on a dog that you all right, you're going to heaven, you just got a weak spot. I'm going to tell you, you got a weak spot all right. You need to come back to God. You need to come back to God if sex is overrunning your life. Amen, you need to come back to God if you can't control your mouth. I'm going to tell you, we need to come back to God. We can send out the message in the morning, but till we come back to God, it ain't no benefit to you. We need to come back to God. We don't need the man to have to come here and preach to a church for three nights, amen, and the sinners get up and go home. We need to be right with God. And he said, No marvel, for Satan himself transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers, look at that. 15th verse, if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Their end will be hell. But neighbor, how many are they going to take with them? How many is trying to build a church on self, on something that we want? Philippians 4 and 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. 
said in Matthew, Thou art Peter, and on this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's a promise of God. Neighbor, the only way the gates of hell and Satan can get in is if we open the door. If we, if we let him in, if we got a, a, a little chip on our shoulder or a little pouty spot in our life, I'm going to tell you we've opened the door for Satan. And then this no aggravates you and that no aggravates you. We're all just people. I love you. I come today because I love you. I believe as Larry Johnson said, I got up this morning, I told Janet, I said, I'm aching. I am aching. I got a messed up neck and back, and it was aching. But I feel better. <laughs> hey, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I can rejoice that my name's in heaven. That I know if we let every pain stop us, he'll make that pain a little worse, and you'll be better on Monday. Have y'all ever seen them sicknesses on Sunday that got healed Monday morning? Yeah. yeah. We don't want to do that gravy and biscuits and pay the rent. But it don't matter about church. Church needs to be first. I'm going to read some more and I'll quit. Turn with me over to Revelations 20. Revelations 20. I'd like to read a whole lot of this, but I'm just going to kind of touch it. Seventh verse of the 20th chapter of Revelation. And he said, And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. And we know that the angel took Satan and locked him up for a thousand years. And that's the thousand years millennium reign. And shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of, of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up the breadth of the earth and compassed. Listen to this right here. The ninth verse, he said, Gog and Magog and these deceivers of Christ, when Satan was let out of the pit that he'd been locked up for a thousand years, and he said, The ninth verse, and they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. So the only way that you and I are going to win today is serving this God that he's talking about right there. He said the fire came down from heaven when Satan was released out of the camp, out of the pits of hell for a thousand years. He'd been in there and he'd come out. Amen. When he was released, he went up, compassed the city of the, the camp of the saints and caused trouble. And the fire of God came down and shut it. And let's look what the end we know that Satan is a deceiver. We know without a shadow of a doubt that he can 
uh, step into your house without opening the door. He can come into our hearts if we don't have Jesus in there. And he's what led me 26 years to be the sorry good nobody that I was. It was Satan that was leading me, honey. We need to wake up today and know it's either God leading us or Satan. And I'm going to show you where the Satan and those that follow Satan are going to be in the 10th verse, and I promise you I'll quit. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophets are and shall be tor tormented day and night forever and forever. Where the false prophets are, it's going to be tormented forever and forever. Can I tell you, Satan ain't going to be able to die because he said, I will ascend into heaven and I'll be as God. I'll, I'm the bright and the morning star. I'll be brighter. I'll do exactly what I want to do. That's where America is in trouble today because we're doing what we want to do, Amen. not what God says do. I thought with my little rock altar at the house, how much preparation it takes, and, and my tarp's getting bad, but how much preparation it takes to try to keep an altar in shape that you can go pray, maybe in the rain or, or in a storm or in colder weather, and, and to keep the weeds up and the sticks that's broke and the leaves that fall and the little things. But that's things you can see. How much more important is it to keep our soul clean when we go down to the altar to pray that there's nothing standing between us and God? Lay out, a, if I didn't have to go every time and say, God, forgive me, I've messed up again. I could get some prayers through. If I'd go say, Lord, I laid her all down yesterday. I've come with a clean heart today. Will you move up on revival? Move up on Mount Vernon Church. Move up on these that's lost loved ones. God, I ask you to move and comfort these that are sick. Run through the hospital and touch Fred Hawks and, over, uh, and, our, and our buddy uh, Roger Golden. Go through, go through and speak to these hearts. God, this mom and daddy, that's heart is broken. Lord, we need to cry out to God. God, and this old soul that's lost and undone without God. What if it was your child? I thought a preacher's kind of in the same shape that those police officers are in Texas. There ain't nothing they could have done to have been right with everybody. How about if I was standing at the door and they were, they were shooting back there? Would I make the right decision? I promise you all. I don't cherish my life no more. I've lived a great life, a healthy life. I've lived a, a good life. God has overly blessed me. But would I go through the door and take a chance? So how can I knock those police officers? I wasn't standing at that door. There's some I ain't done nothing right today, and some y'all have just eat it up. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but I'm going to rejoice <laughs> that my name is in heaven. Amen. Amen. Not how God has used me or how many years I've been at Mount Vernon. I'm going to rejoice because my name's in heaven. Larry, just come on to the altar while you're there. Come on to the altar. If you will, get a song. Invitation, if you will, stand. Larry's going to pray for revival. <laughs>